From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 235 for the week of December 19, 2013. The Diz Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, but you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. And in this final segment of the year, we have our hits and misses of 2013. It's been an awesome year. Not, I don't think it's as awesome as last year because there's wasn't as much going on, but still, still lots to cover. Um, I asked on the boards what Dizzers thought were the Hits and misses of 2013, so I'm going to share those, some of those throughout the show also. This one comes from Ruby Goose in Victoria, British Columbia. Hits and misses from our July 2013 trip, our third trip to the Disneyland Resort. Hits, the carpet flying again on Aladdin. On our first trip, we were at the show where Jasmine and Aladdin got stuck on the ceiling, uh, got stuck on the ceiling from their feet. I'll never forget that scream Jasmine let out and seeing Aladdin's hat fall off. Uh, Mickey and the Magical Map, my kids loved it. Dancing with Disney at Stage 17, really wish they ha- we hadn't left this for the last day. The character interaction was awesome. Earl of Sandwich's free birthday sandwich and Patina Group's $30 off certificate. Uh, doing Discover the Magic tour for our daughter's sixth birthday. Get an unexpected room upgrade from the Disneyland Hotel from a standard to premium view. The new Royal Hall Princess meet and greet, taking 10 minutes instead of the two-hour line we were encountered in the past. Also, I loved the Fast Pass return window being enforced. It made the Fast Pass line actually go fast. Uh, Mrs. A lady screamed at me because I told her three-year-old son to stop hitting my daughter. Um, <laughs> Big Thunder oh, Mountain, ra- uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad being down. Uh, her son being 41 inches tall during the trip and too short to ride the Matterhorn. Uh, seemed to be a lot more ride breakdowns during the summer trip. Um, surf's up breakfast was a big letdown for us. The service was awful, and the cast member didn't listen to me about my daughter's food allergies and brought her a brownie that, bought, bleh, brought her a brownie that she knew the daughter couldn't eat for her birthday. She said, it's just for show. There's lots of other stuff she can eat. So basically... Happy birthday. You can't eat this to a six-year-old. Oh, dear Lord. That's terrible. Yeah. So, but that's uh, Ruby Goose and Victoria, British Columbia, for our Canadian friends. I, I translated that. Um, so, <laughs> a, so one, one thing that she brought up was the fast pass return windows being enforced. What's, is it, does everyone agree with her about it actually helping? I haven't used fast passes lately, so what? I I I don't use them. I I like to um, experience Disneyland as it was intended oh to be gosh, experienced okay, without the fast. <laughs> I'm well, kidding. And, and I'm kidding. I, I don't use them excuse anymore. Excuse I, I find someone in the front of the line, and I just go, "Oh, hey, excuse me, my 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 friends up, party's up here." Yes. <laughs> I mean, really, you don't need fast passes anymore. <laughs> I just wear one of my Imagineering shirts and say, "I got to go check out the ride." My walk right in. <laughs> so, and there you go. And there you go. <laughs> nice. Um, another thing she, they, she, I'm assuming, so she brought up was the 
new Princess Mean Greet. Fantasy Fair. Let's talk about Fantasy Fair for a second. Is that a hit or a miss? It. Oh, a hit. Definitely. Love it. What's your favorite thing about Fantasy Fair? The I I love the shows. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're terrific. Very clever. They're great for the young and the and the young at heart. And uh, just a lot of fun. And I like Figaro. Oh yeah. That's such a cute thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see what else did you buy? Oh, Mickey and the Magical Map. That is awesome. I mean, I I can see that one over and over and over again. <laughs> and you do. And I do? I yeah. Do? Okay. That's that's become one of my must-sees when I go. I just enjoy seeing it. Oh, that's good. I enjoy it also. I think that it's um, a welcome addition to the Disneyland Park. I like, I'm so glad that they moved Fantasy Fair out of there and put another theater in, over there in Fantasyland. And I think the yeah. show itself is a really good show. Yeah, and it's nice that they have more live entertainment at Disneyland. Yeah. Because for a while it was pretty much over at Disney California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of live, live entertainment, one of the misses that has, was mentioned on that thread for 2013 is uh, the retirement of Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Yes. Mary yeah. Jo, you want to comment on that? Oh, I'm majorly bummed about that. I. I see that show. I don't see it every time I go to Disneyland, mm-hmm. but I do watch it quite often. Part of the reason I enjoy watching it is because I I love to watch the crowd's reaction mm-hmm. and the and the laughter and just they're just so darn funny and they're so talented and they they play excellent music as well as um, the entertainment as well as um, being funny. And I love to watch people just actually leaning over to their side because they're laughing so hard at the jokes and the their antics. So that's going to be that's going to leave a hole, at least for me. Let's so. talk for a little bit about what could be a hit or a miss, which is the promotion this year of Limited Time Magic. Let's talk within Limited Time Magic. What are some of the hits and misses, Mary Jo? Do you, can you do you have any that Stick out um, in your mind. I loved Limited Time Magic this year. Okay. Um, I loved the Golden Horseshoe review mm-hmm. that I went to. Um, the Greek celebration. Okay. That they had. Um, what else? There, there have been so many little things that, you know, some of the things are are things that Disneyland had done in the past, and they just called it Limited Time Magic. Right. So I'm not counting those. I'm counting the extra the new little, stuff, yeah. the new yeah. stuff that they brought in that I thought was just really cool. Those are the two that that stand out in my mind. Um, but you know, it's a miss on every one of these, and I'm going to sound totally hypocritical since I actually answer. I actually talked to one of them. Is every time they do one of these limited time magics, is there's always a researcher. <laughs> or surveyor, like twenty feet away. Only Nancy can make a three-minute interview last fifteen minutes. <laughs> oh please. Okay, maybe six minutes. It wasn't. Um, one of the misses of Limited Time Magic, in my opinion, was the Unleash the Villains Friday the Thirteenth party. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people agree with me on that one. So I'm not. Yeah. That one was, it was, 
there was just seemed to be a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. A few people had a blast. Right. A lot of people wasted time in crowds trying to figure out where what to go, what to on. see. Yeah. Yeah. And you couldn't see when I thought that the villains were going to be more prominent where we would be able to see them and I didn't see them. Yeah. They um, were, there were a couple for the meet and greets and the others were someplace else. Now contrast that with our second all night event, the monstrous all nighter. Um, that seemed to go a lot better this year than it did in 2012 with the Leap Day Leap Day event. They had it much more organized. I mean, it was still 24 hours long, but um, it it went a lot better this year. Learning curves are learning curves. Yep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's it's Disney. They have. But they actually learned from their learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. They did. This time, so they get new cast members. One of the things, though, that was a miss for me, Limited Time Magic, was how they took regular annual events and mm-hmm. said they were Limited Time Magic. Right. Or it was, in the beginning, it was the release of, you know, Mouse Ears, ears yes. and that was Limited Time Magic. Yeah. It was as if they, they, they can't let a year go by without having a celebration and this was thrown together. Well, you know, it's, and I think it's okay. Do we have to have a celebration every year? Or can we just have a year uh, of just a normal year where you just go to the park and there's nothing spectacular or or unusual happening except just the special experience you have going to the park? I I think it sets up false expectations so people don't give themselves a chance just to enjoy the park for what it is. Yeah, I agree. Any other limited time magic events that stick out in your mind? No? Good, okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about one thing that we covered this summer, which is the new stuff at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, they have three new rides on the boardwalk and then a awesome refurbishment of the log ride. Uh, did you get to, Mary Jo, did you get to ride any of the, the rides on the boardwalk? No, just the just the log ride. Okay, which is awesome. Yes. Um, the the I, I think the of the the um, new rides on the boardwalk. One is a scrambler, which is your your standard your standard carnival scrambler. The other is a Goofy's Goofy Sky School esque uh, Mad Mouse coaster. I kind of yeah. like it a little better than Goofy Sky School. But then the the center one, the the with the Pacific Flyer or something like that, it's it's a long line, it's a slow loader, kind of like Dumbo, but it's you're in a little glider thing, and you can control the 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 rudder basically and make yourself twist and turn and stuff on on the cha- on the on the axis, and it's really really fun. It's kind of the sleeper of the those rides. Um, you guys also enjoyed uh, Knott's Haunt this year, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael and I both got to go on that one. But I think Michael had more of an authentic experience. Right. You had the media experience? I had the media experience, and it was a, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I had, and plus we got to talk to the, the designers, so that was really neat, but... I, I like Not Scary Farm. I think they do a fantastic job. They've done this year after year. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the haunted houses are done, are done really well. Yeah. 
Michael, any hits and misses at the family museum this year? Uh, um, gosh, everything's not, been not fantastic. To put, not to put you on the spot, sorry. I know, I'd have to look it up. Um, everything's been terrific at the family museum. I can't think of a miss at all. What was your favorite um, favorite presentation you went to? Um, gosh, um, I'd have to go back and look. <laughs> I, I don't know, Tom. <laughs> um, I, I, I really would have to go back and look okay. at the calendar. No I can't think right now. <laughs> um, I thought this was no prep. <laughs> there was no prep. That's in the back of, in the back of your mind. No, nothing, nothing in the back of my mind. Nothing in the back of my mind. <laughs> um, we should also probably mention the Treasures of the Walt Disney Archives that was at the Reagan Museum this year. That was a great exhibit. Yeah, it was a very nice exhibit. Um, it was a wonderful exhibit. A bunch of us. Did you get to see that, Michael? Yes. Okay, cool. So Yeah, it was really good. Everybody but Tony got to see it. Um, let's yeah. talk a little bit about the holidays. Um Anything special that we want to mention about the holidays? Haunted Mansion got a kind of a plussing this year for the uh, Haunted Mansion holiday. With the that was that was really cool because I at least I didn't read any advanced notice that they were going to be celebrating the 13 years uh-huh. until it opened up, and right. then they kept it, it. What was cool, especially for the locals, is that each week they kept unveiling something new, uh-huh. and that was so much fun. As well as all the extras that they had this year for the 13th anniversary. Right. Well, and the and the new effect in the in the stretching room. In the, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Um, real quick, let me read another post from the from the boards. This is from longtime lurk, longtime Disney lurker from Northern California. Surprise hit for us: storytelling at Princess Fantasy Fair. Be a Princess Fantasy Fair, like Michael mentioned. I have two boys, aged 12 and 14, so we had never bothered growing to the Princess area before. With the new Fantasy Fair so prominently located, I insisted we visit, and also insisted on watching the storytelling show because I like to watch every show at least once. Everybody in my family loved both the shows, and we have now seen them each multiple times. I actually like the way the Fantasy Fair area was done, and even though none of us has any interest in meeting princesses, we like to visit the area at least once per trip to see the show, look at the details, and get a snack or drink from Maurice's Treats. Mickey's Magical Map was mostly a hit for us, too, seen it three times now, and it does seem like a show that is getting better. While not quite a home run, I'll have to say the Holiday World of Color was a nice addition to the holiday season. No one on our family is really a World of Color fan, but we all enjoyed the holiday version. There's room for improvement for sure, but I'm glad Disney tried. As repeat visitors, we love to see them change things up so every so often. Another hit for us, the Marvel stuff at Inventions. I hadn't thought there was anything that would ever get me to step foot in that place again. The Marvel <laughs> stuff was a nice little diversion, We, but we were all turned off by the rest of what Inventions is. Misses for us. Jingle Cruise. Much as I liked them to change things up, this just didn't do anything for me. I think like the regular, I think like the regular Jungle Cruise, a lot of the charm of this ride is reliant upon the skipper. Our skipper wasn't so great, and the afternoon and evening wait times were so daunting during our holiday trip that it wasn't worth a repeat visit. Also, I think maybe some of the queuing theme queuing theming is upstairs queue theming is upstairs we really didn't get to see much since we went through such a short line 
It would be nice if the steaming in a queue to get to walk through the whole queue, even if the line was short. Um, if there wasn't going to be worth waiting 25 minutes plus, though, just to come back when it was busy to see the queue. Soren, gosh, I hope this one really is going to get a 2014 refurb. It just looks tired and old. Somebody needs to clean the camera, the film, or both. Used to enjoy, really enjoy this ride. Finalmation trading. Both my boys are really disappointed in how scarce Finalmation trading has become. Okay, and that is from Longtime Disney Lurker. Uh, so she mentions a lot of the Christmas stuff. So let's talk about the Christmas stuff. Uh, World of Color, Winter Dreams. It I is, loved it. I loved it. Yeah. It made me tear up and it made me laugh out loud mm-hmm. and sing and move. And plus, and they also, with the um, addition of the game before. Mm-hmm. Uh, with before the, the first reel. show, we should, we should mention that's just the first show. Oh, is it just the first show? Yeah, it's just the first show. That's good to know. But, yeah, that, I think that's a plus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jingle Cruise. I like it. I I don't think it was made to be, uh, it's not a major refurbishment, but it's something else that Disney has added um, for the holiday spirit. Mm -hmm. And it it is reliant, you know, it does depend on the skipper, if you get a good, good cruise or not, but that goes... Yeah, I think that's, that's every. That that's yeah. every cruise. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it depends on your um, skipper. Yeah. I had a good one, and so I enjoyed it. It was corny. I, <laughs> I the best part about it was getting the free Jingle Cruise poster oh, at the end. That's cool. I wish I were there that weekend. <laughs> um, and of course, Viva Navidad is a big hit among us, I believe. Yes. I haven't heard Absolutely. anything negative about it. I've, I've heard so many people. I mean, um, my my only my only negative of it is I love the menu at the Paradise Garden Grill, so I miss it, and hope it returns. Yeah, they said it, it's returning. We we were talking to some of the cast members because one of the cool, you know, that they, they um, were having cooking demonstrations mm-hmm. when we were there, so we saw them make sweet tamales and. Um, champurado. Okay. They didn't. They didn't give mm-hmm. us a taste of it, but they See did give us. <laughs> so we didn't get a taste of it, but they did give us recipes, and you know they tell us that they told them that they made them um, there, and we were asking them if they were going to continue with the menu, and they said they're talking about having the menu at another, not their Paradise Gardens, mm-hmm. Paradise Paradise Gardens, but um, at another location. I mean, in the why park. couldn't they transfer some of that stuff over to? Cucina Cucamonga. Or Cucina Cucamonga, yeah. Because um, the food was really good. Yeah. So they're, they're talking about it. They they were excited about having the new menu, but they are bringing back the skewers. and. Yeah, I mean, because um, I mean, that area was packed the other day, wasn't it, Nancy? Yes, it was. Way more Mary Jo than when you and I went. Oh, really? Yes. Um, let's talk a bit about this year's D23 Expo. Michael, what were your hits and misses of the D23 Expo? Um, I, I, all of the arena shows I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, um, I thought their new stage pass worked well, but only if you worked as a team. Right. Uh, 
so that that was the best thing. I was a little disappointed with the some of the presentations that were part of the Imagineering Day. Uh, for me, they were a little too basic, and um, but also disappointed uh, that there weren't that many major announcements. There were no major announcements. <laughs> I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. But okay. There were zero announcements, and um, you know. Yeah, especially and especially rubbed salt in the wounds when at the um, Japanese version mm-hmm. of the D23 Expo, right. they had all kinds of announcements. They couldn't announce things quickly enough at that one. But um, so I, I don't quite know why they felt Japan would be the best venue to make announcements about <laughs> in the Disneyland. middle of the, in the middle of the night at yeah. Disneyland in Anaheim. But that that's what they did. That's crazy. Yeah, but. I thought overall, I I thought the whole expo was just so much better. I mean, they really learned mm-hmm. from the missteps of the previous one. The only thing is, they need to learn how to deal with the lines outside, right? And how to get people in, and and manage that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing new this year, of course, is the tra- the transition from the guest assistance card to the disability access service. I'm not sure we can call hit or miss on this yet, don't you think, Michael? I think that's kind of still in progress. And yeah, we we haven't been back since our initial yeah. experience. I mean, Carol hasn't been back. I have. So yeah, we'll have to see. We're going back in February for mm-hmm. Dapper Days, so we'll see. Let's wait and see what it's one. like then. Yeah. Um, anything I missed on my um, list for Christmas for the holidays? Okay, what? Uh, the candlelight processional. Okay. I say that it's a miss that they've apparently truncated part of it. Yeah. Oh, yes. They, well, and also they, a miss that they went back to two nights instead of 20. Right. You know, um, they had, I, I think, um, after exposing everybody to such a wonderful show and then to go back to just having um, four shows in one weekend was um, – I don't know who made that decision. It was not a good decision on Disney's part to do that. And then, um, the, and then the fact that they, they cut out one of the songs and the poem at the end, uh, one solitary life. I, I just think that they cut that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's surprising. Uh, to me, that's, that's a show that's been a long time tradition at Disneyland and you don't mess with it. So I'm hoping that a lot of people write them and tell them that that's kind of messed up. Yeah, definitely. But other than that, it's a great show. <laughs> other than that, Mrs. Lincoln. Um, oh, but and then um, what we didn't say is the Mad Tea Party, um, the Christmas yeah. show. Have any of you? Did any of you go see the Christmas? We didn't stay. Uh, we didn't stay there in that area late enough this weekend. But we saw it kind of going down when we took the monorail back to the hotel one night. So I I just hear that um it snows over there and and it's it's such a popular show. So they again that well, that's really good. Their Halloween version was very successful too. The Halloween version was fun. Nancy, what were, what were some of your, your hits and misses of 2013 that we haven't talked about? Anything stand out for you? 
Cool, thanks for I sharing. must... <laughs> <laughs> ah, why do you do that? You're so silly. Um, you know, the rearrangement of Downtown Disney was interesting, how they, you know, moved the stages around. And Lord only knows there's some, so much stuff going on down there nowadays. The addition of... You know what's a real big hit for me? The addition of all of the guest relations booths. Those there's a, a there's a huge booth in the middle of downtown Disney now. Right in front of the Taqueria, right? Yeah, right in yeah. front of the Taqueria. Then I noticed, you know, in the old area where there used to be pin trading. Okay. Um, in Tomorrowland, there's a guest relations that's, podium. That's for the Dis- Disability Access Service. Okay. That's what those are for. They're all over the place. And yeah, I just I'd never noticed them before. Because they're new. Yeah, they're brand new. But I thought that was very cool that there there is a guest relations presence more than just at City Hall right. and at the hub. Um, and at the hub. Yeah. And I thought that that was really cool that that's something that mm-hmm. you know, you think about it it's kind of been missing. Yeah. Tony, anything stand out for you this year? Um no. <laughs> I haven't gone as much as I should have. Well, I mean, really. Um, We're going I for didn't... Dapper Days, Tony. <laughs> All right. I'm happy for you. Um, you know what? I'm going to say the price. That's a miss. That they, they went up again. I know. I mean, they do it all the time, but I think they're reach, reaching their limit. I mean, if you look at the prices now. I mean, they've already been expensive, but... I think they got to the point where not the, j- just the entrance price, how crazy that was. And then remember the time. So this is basically more the miss of me not paying attention. But then I think it used to be with the the, pre- the past, you used to be able to spend like twenty dollars to get in on that day. Wasn't yeah. there something? If you left, and now now it's nope. You got to pay for the whole thing. So that's kind of been a miss that they've gone that hardcore. So there you go. That's what stands out for me. There you go. Way to bring the podcast yeah, down. Yeah, you're bitter like me. Th- nice. Thanks for sharing. Man's <laughs> <laughs> you- always better when you share and spend a lot of money. <laughs> Michael, Michael, what sounds what stands out for you? Oh, what stands out for me? I just think all the new things that they did this year with Disneyland, in, in, with live entertainment, and at California Adventure. Uh, because for me, I I love the live entertainment. I think that's what makes us so unique. One of the things that makes us so unique from the Orlando parks uh, is, yeah. and I was just so happy that, you know, they brought more of that back into the park. However, we lost um, Minnie's Mini Fly Girls. Yeah. Yeah, That's that was the, a big miss. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope then they, the stage is still it's there. It's Fisher's Mellon. So let's hope home. that they bring, that they have there. something else. Yeah. And let's hope they replace Billy Hill and the Hillbillies with something, something equally spectacular. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to be. I mean, because there, there's going to be nothing there. It'll be right. Well, and and it's, I mean, I know that a loyal following is not always a good thing, mm-hmm. but they're just really so good. So, 
we'll have to keep keep up on them. Anything else we missed, Mary Jo? I'm think I I was thinking of something while Michael was was talking. And now you can't remember on the it. on the hits and hits and misses. I agree with Tony on the price. I think that's a huge miss. Yeah. Were there any other things open or new this year that we've missed? Oh, uh, for Christmas, um, I think Downtown Disney's Winter. Um, oh, the Winter Garden is so much better, better. this year. Uh, it's so improved this year, right. and the, the skating rink, the Winter Village, the skating rink is so cute. Um, I love that they have it opened air instead of inside. And the, the only, I was going to say, the only problem with that that we discovered over the weekend is that they don't have the same. Unfortunately, the hours are less this year because of that design. Because once they took it out from underneath the cover, they found it that it melted. Quickly. Yeah, it <laughs> melts too quickly. Oh. So that's they have to keep it covered until 3 o'clock. And then once it gets about once, 3 o'clock, then once the, the sun is behind the, the uh, Adventure Tower. Yeah. Um, um, market House, hit or miss? I like it. I like it. Okay. I don't like I, the lines. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it busy in there? Oh my gosh. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I haven't been in there. I was just in there yesterday, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and um yeah. But you know what? It's okay. I, the only thing I wish they had is I wish they carried more pastries. More of the Disney pastries than just the Starbucks items. Okay. Because like if you notice over at a Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical, they have a wider range of the holiday baked goods and the specialty baked goods. And I know that's a direct effect of Jolly Holiday, but still, you know, you'd think they'd want to sell them wherever they could get the add-on. Right. So, oh, and then the bummer of that was the fact that they didn't participate in the drink stamp program, the Starbucks drink stamp program this year. That was a bummer. So if we're, if we're going to talk about misses for that too, is is not having any special Disney merchandise with Starbucks. I know a lot of people would like that, mm-hmm. and um, so I just wish they get some for for everybody. <laughs> oh, and another huge miss. I think I've heard so many complaints on um, the fact that they don't, for whatever reason, have pin trading anymore. Oh, really? People, people really enjoy that? Yeah. I, I've i had um, people that I know that have listened to the podcast ask me to please find out from Disney. And, um, are, and are, they, are they under the misconception that pen trading is gone? No, that there's there's no more um, tables where people could go to pen trade. Really? Yeah. Uh, have any of you ever used those tables for pen trading? No. No. Uh, no. Okay. No, but I, I, I know that there's hardcore pin traders. Well, and I think that they had a lot of problems with some of the hardcore pin traders. Yeah. yeah. It, just like they have problems with the vinylmation traders that mm. hang out, hang around outside the Wonderground. Yeah, Wonderground, and yeah, and D Street. Wow. All right. Uh, one last um, post from our th- my thread. Sandy Sue in Honolulu, Hawaii. 2013 hits. 
deciding to return to the Disneyland Resort in 2014 and becoming an active Dizzer. Learning, learning about the Yes program via the podcast and saving over $300 on a five-day park hopper tickets for our family of six. Thanks, guys. Hopefully the classes will be a hit for 2014. Mrs., I got through all the archived podcasts and I'm, redu- and, and I'm reduced to listening to the Walt Disney World podcast while I wait for your new shows. <laughs> oh, that is sad. <laughs> Mahalo for all you do. I had to, I had to throw that one in because it was self-serving. <laughs> I, I thought of a couple things. One is I finally – I did think of a, of a hit at the museum, Okay, good. a highlight at the Walt Disney Family Museum, and it really begins with the – special Snow White exhibit mm-hmm. where it was showcasing the the art of the making of the film Snow White, mainly because that was the first special exhibit that they had there. It was a vision of Diane Disney Miller to have special exhibits. It was the first of four that they had this year. And the nice thing is, is that, as I mentioned um, in our news segment, I mentioned the January events for this year. They they are releasing their 2014 calendar, which means the museum is going to continue on. And that is a big um, hit. Yeah, definitely. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. That's good news. Yeah, definitely. Any Anything else that we've missed? Yes, Go the ahead. biggest biggest thing and that is <laughs> I joined the show I was going to use that as my closer are you? <laughs> oh my goodness and then the, our, our miss would be missing Wayne yes yeah. oh so sad alright folks um, you know, my biggest hit for 2013 is my Disneyland podcast team. Um, you know, I kind of put a lot on you guys this year. We switched from every other week to releasing shows weekly. And I asked a lot of you, and I really do appreciate it. We had 50 news shows this year, 13 101 segments, 14 personalized planning segments, 9 interviews, food reviews, history segments, Report on everything new at Disneyland. We had 153 segments, folks. Wow. 110 hours of programming, and I couldn't have done it without you guys, and I do appreciate you. Aww. Aww. So we're going to break our record next year. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> Let's just tie it, shall we? <laughs> All right, folks, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. And I lost my script. <laughs> Dang it. Disney You don't always, need a Disney script. I know. Be sure to catch all of our others. The last one. Dang it. Be sure to catch all of our other. <laughs> I'm going to leave all this in. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. Have a happy new year. We'll be back again with you January 19th, 2014. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays, happy Merry New Christmas, Year. and Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year.